morning, everyone. I'm sorry to announce it's Friday. That means the weekend's upon us, and that means we got to go a whole, like, almost three days until I'm on the air again with my stepbrother, Carlo Koliakovo. No! Good morning. I'm Matt Cause. That's Carlo Koliakovo. This is First Up. How you doing, buddy? Yes, Matthew. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am uh, so happy it's Friday, and i got to ask you, man. Like, we worked yeah. together. This is our third day in a row. Yeah. Have I done something this week or the last couple of days to piss you off or to piss anyone else off? Like, have I said something or done something no. to sort of, you know. Well, you, you, you sent me those, those, you call them classy nudes that you sent, that you DM me on. And I got to tell you, the lighting on a couple was a little disturbing. But beyond that, absolutely not. Why? What's going on, buddy? I, I, I really. I would really appreciate if you don't share our personal life with our audience. Um, but, like, did, did I do something to piss off the hockey gods? Because no. this is the second game in a row this week that I worked that went into a shootout. Oh, oh no. We... <laughs> I'm like, come I on, forgot. man. Really? Really? Did I deserve this? I mean, like, <laughs> I, I love doing games. I loved going into work, but yeah. like, I, I don't need to stay there any later than I have to. And I did the oh. Montreal game last night. It was the Patrick Gaines oh. show, and it yeah. goes to shootout again. So when you say, oh, God, I can't believe it's Friday, you know what I say, Matthew? What, what do you say? TGIF, baby. That's what I say, because today <laughs> is a TGIF Friday, and there's no better way for me to celebrate it and to look forward to the weekend. All right. L- l- let me f- Hell yeah. Okay, let me say this first. Is there a way the Leafs can trade for Josh Anderson? I saw he scored last night. And it, it, what's that? Yeah, and it, like that's the guy that, and I know the numbers or whatever aren't that great, but that guy's the one that always kills the Maple Leafs. I understand Montreal's not in the playoffs, but whenever I see Josh Anderson score, it makes me angry. Like, there's a couple, I don't know what it is for you, there's a couple guys out there, Brad Marchand, Corey Perry, um, Josh Anderson, when I see those guys score, I'm like, I'll bleep you. Yeah. And like the, and so, if you can't beat them, join them. So, that, that, that's always my first thought. Can we get Josh Anderson on the May, please? Yeah, well, considering all the moves that uh, Kyle Dubas made at this trade deadline, I'm surprised they Not actually enough. didn't go after uh, Josh <laughs> Anderson, but... Uh, it's a TGIF Friday. It's also an all-request Fridays. And coming mm-hmm. into the show, we we played a request from Dean in Montreal, Canary in a Coal Mine. And you hit the post on that one. Did you ever hit the post on that one, Matthew? I'm it, it, Like, that one I was kind of feeling because I didn't know that song. Like, okay. I don't know how it is for you. I appreciate it. At a certain point, I stopped listening to new music. And not because I didn't like music, but I started getting more into podcasts and other things just take over your life. And it, I, like my last new band was like 2004. And I know that'll upset especially Chris Diavero, who's got like seven raves and some EDM concerts he's going to this weekend. <laughs> but like for me, the last new band was like, like uh, nearly 20 years ago. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's got to be stuff that's a little older for me to really know wh- when and where to hit the post. Yeah, well, I didn't really know that song either, but... Um, it kind of it's felt good too. like oh, finger yeah, popping, like, finger popping yeah. too, and that's what we want today. You know, today on all requests is like we ask people to text in 
to give us the songs that they want to listen to while they're driving in their car to give them a little pick me up because yeah, you know, it's exactly. Friday. You could you could mail it in or you know you could you could put in a good day's work and and really welcome in the weekend. But I don't know how we should be welcoming in this weekend because I was informed yesterday that we are supposed to be getting more snow tonight. Oh, it's like four to eight. It's four to eight centimeters. Why? Why? I'm done with this, Matt. I'm done with the snow. If if you see my neighborhood, Matthew, I don't have any more room to put any more snow. Oh, are you the like? Are you in one of those like streets where it's just mountains of yes. snow and there's nowhere to park and the lanes are shortened? And yes, it's impossible to get in your drive. Okay, that's where you are because like I'm in the distillery. There's like there's not a lot of snow here, but it's four to eight centimeters. You're gonna be fine, my man. I still want it. I'm done. With I don't it. want it either. I'm I bought a I bought a flamethrower. I bought I bought a flamethrower. I'm gonna stand on the roof of my building, topless <laughs> as I want to do, and I'm just gonna shoot the flamethrower to the heavens as I'm giving t- uh, double Two birds uh, to Mother Nature. Yeah, double yeah. birds. I'm going full Eli Manning on a Manning cast, and I'm giving double birds, but instead <laughs> of the Eagles fans, I'm giving it uh, giving it to the Mother Nature. The Mother Nature. By the way, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. And I, I had to go to Cambridge. Um, I, I had to go to uh, I had to go to a funeral. Like no one like close close to me or anything. Um, and I was the first one there. And the reason was all the gardener. There was accidents all over on the gardener. Really? There was accidents all over on the four hundred one. Like I don't know if you heard about it, but like yesterday, driving anywhere in around the city after like two o'clock was absolute pandemonium. And really? I did the best decision best decision I ever could have did. The 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 the, the um, visitation started at four. Uh-huh. I left at one twenty. Went to a little coffee shop, had lunch, did some work for the show today. No traffic, and then I'm seeing these reports from everyone I know. Like, yeah, we're we're we can't get out of the city. Like, Guelph is a nightmare. Like all these different things. Wow. So, uh, shout out to anyone uh, who was stuck in all that traffic yesterday. Wow, no, I did not uh, see that. Uh, I take the 407 when I got to go in for night games because I just can't trust yeah. city uh-huh. traffic. Uh-huh. Oh, the allure. The allure of the but, 407. It's the siren song. So I got to ask you, Matthew, because you said you went out yeah. for lunch. Yeah. And I'm surprised I didn't bring this up yesterday because it really irked me the day before when I went out for lunch with my wife. Where did you go? I, actually, I, I don't want to know where you went, but when you local went for coffee, lunch, it was a local what, nice what was your shop. order? What was your order when you went for lunch? It it was a turkey panini, and and it came with like like kettle chips on the side. Okay, so was that, it was, just uh, you? that was you. You were there by yourself, or were you were there by myself? By okay. myself. By yeah. yourself. If you don't mind yeah. me asking, what did your nope. bill run you after tip? Um, and I got a coffee. It was like fourteen seventy five. You paid fourteen seventy five for a coffee and a turkey sandwich, a panini with some kettle chips. Okay, yeah. with with some kettle chips. Yeah. Was there yeah. cheese on it? Yeah, there's cheese. <laughs> okay. Hot matter. cheese talk three days in a row. HTC. So HTC. My pet peeve. Yeah. I took my wife for lunch, and I'm not going to name the place because I don't want to sell the place out, but I, I would imagine yeah. this is a very common thing across all restaurant establishments. Me and my wife kept it light. 
We went for lunch. Mm-hmm. I had a salad with salmon on it. Yeah. My yeah. wife had a salad with chicken on it. She had a okay. water to drink. I had yeah. an iced tea to drink. Okay. Afterwards, okay. I got a bill in mind. Yeah. We were we were we were with we were meeting with somebody and the somebody that we met with didn't have anything to eat. All they had was an Americano coffee. Okay. Okay. So two salads. I got an it. Salmon tea. in one, chicken on the other, an iced tea, yeah. and an Americano. No, no, I, I got mean, it. I'm following along. Can you guess how much my bill was? Okay, I'm going to guess after the tip. salads. After yeah, tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm not going to do the dumb thing. We say, it was $700. And you're like, no, it was blah, blah, blah. And then I ruined your story. Okay, so those two salads, I'm going to go $14.50 each. So uh, we're going to go $29. Um, your iced tea, I'll go 3 um, So that's $32. We'll do the Americano at three thirty-five. I'm going to say thirty. Five dollars, and uh, you're gonna give like like twenty percent tip. You're gonna give forty two four. I'm gonna say your entire meal was forty four dollars. Wow, you are a very generous person. My meal after tip was seventy five dollars. Oh no, it wasn't. Get out of here. I, I will take a picture and I will send you the bill. <laughs> My bill after tip. Because I left twenty percent, which is what yeah. I always do when I yeah, yeah. when I eat out, was seventy five dollars. I got the bill and I looked at my wife and I'm like, "Can you look over this for a sec?" Yeah. Can you rem- can you just and you want to do like- it quietly? You don't want to be that person that's looking at the yeah. bill when the staff is looking at you. You right. got to do that subterfuge. Like, oh, I, rrr, rrr, rrr. And look, I, I didn't go to like this fancy restaurant. Like this yeah. was just like a, a lunch place. Like can, a I cafe place. can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Um, when you ordered the food, did the staff go to the back and someone cut the head off the chicken right there? And did someone else wade into the streams like a bear and they pawed out a salmon? I, did that I, happen? I maybe, maybe, then maybe, maybe, maybe I had to pay for that. Maybe I have to pay. I had to pay for that service or that labor. That's because crazy. That is crazy. No booze. No booze, no booze, two salads, no you know, booze, you know, two salads, seventy-five dollars. I looked at my wow. wife and I'm like, "Can you look this over? Like, are we missing something here? You had a salad, seventy-five dollars, and I don't eat out. I I barely eat out. I I cook yeah. almost every meal at home because that's what I love to do. Me yeah. and my wife have gotten on that meat program where it's the Nutrifarms program where you order this enormous amount of frozen meat, stack yeah. it in the freezer, so you always have meat." Available for you, right? Or fish yeah. or whatever it is. So I cook a lot at home, which is what I absolutely love. $75. How do people afford? Who goes out to eat nowadays if you're paying oh $75 God. for two salads? That is, that is crazy. Like, I go out a bunch just because, you know, live in the city and I don't have the giant freezer or else I'd probably do something like what you do. Um, also, by the way, I'm trying to remember the last time I went out for lunch with Amy. We didn't have a glass of wine. When you said, I, uh, Gina had a water and I had an iced tea, I'm like, boring. But <laughs> that's just, I don't yeah. drink, Matthew. No, you know I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, you know, that, that's nuts. That seems a, cr- I, send me that bill. I want to, I want to see that bill. Okay. Also, good for you for the order. I, I have this one rule when, uh, like, especially, uh, doing radio, uh, like before, and I'm doing my show at two. I will never get a heavy lunch. Like at the cafe the other day, they were doing lasagna. Like you give yeah. me that lasagna by three o'clock, game play is going to be game nap. And when uh, if I'm out and about when I'm doing the morning, I can't have a big meal at lunch because same thing. I'm like, all right, it's uh, it's old nappy time for yeah. at least forty five minutes. Well, but that's nuts. 
That so I've I've adopted this intermittent fasting sort of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. diet yeah. where yeah. because I work the mornings I there's there's you know, there's been a routine and a tendency of me for to try to go through the whole show don't eat only drink water I don't drink any coffee and people. When I say that to people, they look at me cross-eyed, and they're like, how do you not drink any coffee? People are coffee-obsessed. Let's say this I, right now. Everyone is coffee-obsessed. Well, look at our, our, our look man. At, Jeez, look geez, at Chris, get on the mic. Get on the geez, mic. get on the mic. Oh, and also, Carlo, I I guarantee you I'm going to disgust our producer. You ready? Okay. Hi, Chris Horvat. Oh, do you know God. what, do you oh, know what kind of coffee I drink? <laughs> I drink Nescafe. Why? Nescafe. Uh. I see. Listen to that. Listen. To that. Uh. I drink instant coffee. Couple sparkles in the mug okay. and throw in some cream. Do you do you, do you do you like boil a pot of coffee and do the Nescafe, or do you have like a Keurig machine? No, 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 no. Just hot water. Dump it into a oh mug with some. Wait, and see, are you coffee snobbing me as well? No, I just like for like. Like the easiest life to live if you're a coffee drinker is to get a Keurig machine. I mean, it does it for you. <laughs> One step easier is a giant thing if of Folgers and Nescafe. I, like I'm not even a coffee drinker, and I have a Keurig machine. I I would love to be a coffee drinker. I just can't because I'm a dragon all day if I drink coffee because I'm just breathing fire with how bad my acid reflux is. Yeah. But Horvat, but, how about you? How about you there? Are you dude, coffee this guy freak? here. He's 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 a nut job when it comes to coffee. You know what? It doesn't even get me uh it doesn't even get me like hyped up anymore. It just gets me back to even. And I think that's what we all need in the morning. Also, it's not a coffee snob to look down on Nescafe. If I were to say like, "Oh, I only drink coffee from Roosters downtown, a fancy place." That's then a little a bit snob. coffee snobbish. Yeah. You're a snob. I get but judged. Nescafe, no. I get I get judged. You you get judged. I get judged with the coffee I drink. The coffee people look at me and go, "Oh, oh, that's gross." You drink Nescafe. Bleep y'all. It's well, barely coffee. I mean, look, I see, see, right there, right there. Okay, it. we we work with AK, okay, who's yeah. a coffee junkie too. Like this guy yeah. needs coffee in the morning a couple times a day. He he owns one. He's he, he owns a coffee machine at his house too. But this guy. Comes like when we when we meet into the studio, this guy comes into the studio. You know how you have your like your mug that you have that you pour coffee in, the, your to go yeah. mug. This guy doesn't even own a to go mug. Like normally, like if you're a coffee drinker, you make your your coffee at home, you put it in your mug, you carry it with you in the car, and you drink it at work. This guy comes to work, and he goes into the the community ca- uh, cafe there. In, in the in the in the in the radio offices, yeah, and he just he takes the community coffee. I don't yeah. even know what type of coffee that is. And I'm like, dude, like if you're a coffee drinker, you got a coffee machine at home, make your coffee at home and bring it in one of those to go cups. Text the show at ten fifty fifty one. Do you look down on me because I drink from Nescafe? By the way, real quick, Dean in Montreal who requested Canary in a coal mine said, Matt, great job filling in for AK. You deserve a chilled bottle of Kim Crawford 70 on Blanc. Don't worry. That's my 7 o'clock drinking. Carlo Cheese on Fish. Why the (laughs) hell not? Enjoy the players this weekend. Always good listening this morning. Amal in in Saskatoon writes in, thanks for getting me through work every day. I'm working right now. Need to get through my shift. Can you play bang the drum all day? Absolutely, we can do that. We will bang the drum all day, and we haven't even gotten into the sports talk topics of the day because we are just 
easing ourselves out way into a Friday, but geez, before we go to break, I see you with a Tim Hortons cup of coffee. Yes. Did you actually get up, go to Tim Hortons, come home, and now we're doing the show? Correct. Yes, I did. What? What? <laughs> it's around the... What? It's around the corner from my house. Okay. It's only like so your eyes so are on so heavy. So like you look like you, you own wake a coffee machine. <laughs> do you own a coffee machine? I do. And you do, and you still went up to go to Tim Hortons. Now, you, on Fridays, you've always been a coffee and an ice cap guy. You know, are it. you that guy today again? Are you double I'm fisting? not. I passed. I went with just oh. the one coffee today. Didn't have to. Uh, didn't have to get too much caffeine today. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. I I called him out on that last week when we were working <laughs> on Friday because I, I I come into the office, I see him at his desk, and I'm like, "Did cheese buy coffee for somebody else, or are those both his?" He had a large. A large <laughs> ice cap and a large coffee. And so I'm asking 20 Fingers this. And you know the back room inside 20 Fingers, this little uh, dungeon there? All you hear is cheese in the back room saying, leave you alone. It's Friday. I've had a tough week. <laughs> <laughs> it probably has. Dealing with you guys. <laughs> I was like, dude, tough week and you're doing an ice cap and a coffee? Wow. God bless. We all have man. our vices. We all have we, our vices. Mine just happen to be delicious. Good for you. Someone's texting him. Am I listening to The View or is it a talk radio show? We'll get to sports because I got to tell you, my brain was working early <laughs> this morning. I got, I got some big picture thoughts on, on the NBA, the issue, the issue with the officials, the issue with the NBA, and what the players need to do as well. We'll get into that. Van Vliet gets a $30,000 fine. Boston loses to Edmonton in a game wow, the Bruins win game. every time. So much sports to get into. But also text the show, should I be shamed for drinking the instant coffee? That's coming up <laughs> next right here on First Up. It is all request Friday. Right here on First Up, I'm Matthew Cuz in for Eric Karolnik. That's Carlo Koliakovo. Someone wrote in, Spirit of the Radio by Rush. Hope everyone is enjoying their weekend and they'll be able to rush into the days off for you and for everyone yes. else. Carlo, good morning, my buddy. My good morning, Matthew. And we ask people to text in for their requests. We'll try to get to as many as we can, but make sure you include your name, too. Want to give you a shout Include your name. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Include your name. I'm looking at Carlo's bill uh, from his lunch yesterday. That was two salads, a uh, iced tea, and a cafe latte. And uh, before tip, $60. That yeah. feels a little... I, I hope it was a great uh, sanitary teriyaki sa like, it, salad. It, like, I hope it was, look, it was... I, I mean, I'm not going to say the food was terrible. The food was really good. Yeah, and I I just That's I couldn't lot. believe when I paid my bill. I'm like, how how do people go go out and afford to eat lunch? Like, that was just a salad. Imagine pe imagine imagine people have a main <laughs> like a, like an appetizer and a main. You're paying like, for for a party of two. You're paying two hundred bucks. You're That's you're insane. going. You're talking to your you're talking to your banker. I'd like to get the lamb chop. Can I put down a second mortgage on my home and get like a fixed interest rate? Because we may get this. We may get dessert. Um, I want to play you a clip there, Carlo. Fred Van Vliet was fined $30,000, and it felt like could have been fined more. The maximum was 50000 Yeah, I think he got off light. calling out Ben Taylor. I feel he got off light as well. And here's Fred Van Vliet talking about trying to bridge the gap 
with the officials. Well, I mean, first is the direct communication, right? I mean, so obviously what was really, you know, one tech in, it's, it's only so much more that conversation is going to go. And, and I mean, I get it. Like, I'm not the easiest guy to deal with on the court at all, at all times. Um, it takes a lot of passion and energy and fire for me at a guy my size to even be on the court competing at a high level. So, you know, maybe doesn't come across the best at all times. So I get that. But I certainly wasn't trying to get thrown out, you know, again in a game that we needed. So um, it just built up and built up and we lost. And, you know, it was tough. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunate situation. Um, but, again, it's, you know, I'm human. Now, what I liked about that, Carlos, one, he was very self-aware. He's like, yeah, I'm not the easiest person to deal with. Mm-hmm. But when I read that quote, Carlo, you know what I'd love to see? And there's a lot of things. But one thing is is we need to have a better relationship between the officials and the players because as fans, it's getting tired. It's getting boring. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be good if a couple times a year you could schedule to sit down quietly, media doesn't know about it, with the official, Go over certain plays. Explain why you were angry. Allow the official to explain why they called it. This doesn't exist right now. Is there a way to get players and officials to just have face-to-face, eye-to-eye conversation? Yeah, you would think that would be a simple solution to all this, Matt. But It'd be one. It's part I, of my I think, solution. I think what, what sport is losing is the respect factor between player and referees. Thick, you know, because I, I think you see it more in the NBA. You see a lot in hockey where there's a lot of angry language going back and forth between the players and the referee. Now, I get it. Yep. And Fred Van Vliet highlighted it perfectly, saying that it's an emotional game during emotional time where emotions are running really high. You got players that are playing and competing at the highest level and, you know, because they're competing at the highest level, their their drive is a lot higher than the normal person. So maybe they'll say and do things, you know, um, re- reacting to the to the emotions of the moment. But if you're a referee and you have um, a resume of being a referee that that calls a game a certain way or looks for certain fouls and stuff like that. Communication should be even more emphasized in games well, like this. That, the, the, that's why, like, listen, I get it. In the middle of the game, heat of the moment, you only have so much time, and maybe that's not the best time to talk to a player. You know, Fred Van Vliet was talking about just how hyped up you get during the game. And, you know, for these players, the stakes are so high, especially someone like Fred, you know, who said it. Like, I'm not the biggest guy. But mm-hmm. if you want to create a better relationship, you've got to be able to sit down and talk about it. The players have got to try to understand better where the officials are coming from, and the officials have got to understand more where the players are coming from. So for me, that is the first part of this. Because the thing is, if anyone says, oh, this is a new thing, I'm going to give you one name, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was always the quiet gentleman. Tim Duncan, the classy player. Tim Duncan I it was one of the top players I remember from ripping on officials, this giant eyes bulging out on every call. Like, Tim Duncan bitched at the refs just as much as any of the current players. Like, this is something that's gone on for a long time. And Fred talks about it. You want to bridge the gap? you got to bridge the gap by talking about it. So that is the first thing. And I, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this for the show. I've got a couple especially, Matt, 
if there's yeah. instances that stand out where there could be something personal between the referee and, and the get player, that squash, especially get that squash. Right. Yes, a hundred percent. On the other side, Carlo. I'm trying to remember the last time I did this. Because, uh, you know, it's been a while. We will do fill in the blank where Cheese will throw out a statement and we have got to finish it. So we'll do that. We've still got all your um, requests for songs. Text us at 105050. Someone says instant coffee is fine as long as you're camping. Hey, you know, I think it's fine all the time. But we'll get into that more. That's Carlo. I'm Cause. And that's judgmental. Coffee Judge Snob Chris Horvat. I'm Matt Cause. Let's hit traffic. Welcome back, everybody. This is for Rocco. This is Ring My Bell. When I hear this song, I think of the, the movie Little Nicky. Hey, hey, this is Little Nicky. You're listening to First Up. That's Car. Okay, now I'm getting annoyed. That's Carlo. I'm Cause. I have a very limited uh, uh, Little Nicky. By the way, underrated. I like Little Nicky. I, I, I'm oh, admitted I to the world. Too. I love it, too. Yes. Popeye's chicken is the Popeye's chicken is packing. Awesome. <laughs> Release the evil. Okay, I'm, that is annoying. This is first up. I'm Matthew Cousin, Farron Karolnik. That's Carlo Koliakovo. Carlo, I love a good chirp. I was saying, uh, would do, will people judge and shame me because I like instant coffee? Someone wrote, wrote in, Matthew, there's nothing wrong with instant coffee. I used to drink it every day, but then I graduated, found full-time employment, and went adult. George from the schwa <laughs> nice. with the takedown. And I got to tell you, George, I enjoy a good takedown. Hey, nice. we do it each and every Friday. It's time now for fill in the blank. I've got a blank space, baby. Fill in the blank. All right, Horvat, what do you got there? Cheese been a quiet week for the Leafs, but we will nonetheless start there. The player or players most likely to determine whether the Leafs win a first-round playoff matchup is blank. And I would like to point out that the way this question is phrased, it does not have to be a player on the Leafs necessarily. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, okay well, I got an answer for this. Go but ahead, if you, you go, go first. first. You go first. Okay. Um, if it's the Maple Leaf, it's simple. It's Austin Matthews. You do not score in elimination games in the playoffs. That needs to change. I don't care about what is the third pairing on defense. I don't care who the wingers are next to David Kampf. Those are nice stories. But in the end, it's got to be your best player dominating. And if it's not about a player on the Maple Leafs, it's Andre Vasilevsky playing poorly. Yeah, I think you you nailed both of the players that I would have highlighted on both teams. It's Austin Matthews and it's Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, we saw last year in Game 6 when the Maple Leafs had a 3-2 lead going into the third period. Vasilevsky said, okay, I'm not giving up any more goals. I'm going to hope my my guys on my team go out and win it, and clearly they did. They get a goal from Kucherov to tie it and a goal from Braden Point in overtime to win it, to send it to Game 7. and. In Game 7, you lose Braden Point, and you kind of think that the Maple Leafs have the upper hand, and Vasilevsky says, I'm not letting my team lose this game. 
He ends up being the deciding factor in those two games, not in the series, in those two games, but even when even as you highlighted with Austin Matthews, in deciding games, their big players have not come up with the big goals. And considering the, you want the down numbers? year that he's had scoring, you would you would hope yeah. that in those big games, in those big moments, because they are deeper now, that he is the guy that helps take this team to the next level. Carlo in eight elimination, the last eight elimination games in the playoffs. Austin Matthews, two goals, three assists. Could be worse. Mitch Marner, one assist. What's in their power play is what, over 18 or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But those are the points in the last eight elimination games five for Matthews, one for Marner. Let's, uh, let's stay with the NHL. The most disappointing team performance in the NHL this season has been blank. Um, I think it's got to be the Florida Panthers. I mean, yeah. this is a team that it, won the yeah. President's Trophy last year. They traded their Hart Trophy candidate for Matthew Kachuk. They make one of the biggest trades in the offseason. And Matthew Kachuk has been an amazing player for them. But... We're talking about a team right now that made zero trades at the trade deadline. Zero. Like, you talk about all the moves this we saw in the NHL. The Florida Panthers stood pat with the team that they had. And they are right now on the outside of the playoff picture. From a team that won the President's Trophy last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the other side, you could add in number two, the silver medal, would be their trading partner, the Calgary Flames. They're on yeah. the outside looking in. And in bronze, you got Johnny Goudreau, because apparently Columbus has the greatest schools on planet Earth, and now you're in the race for Connor Bedard. So right. I'll put the Blue Jackets after getting yeah. uh, Johnny Goudreau being in last place. Loser, yeah. loser. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so that's all right. Over what to the hard court. Yeah. If if hypothetically the Suns and Grizzlies are missing Kevin Durant and John Morant for their first round playoff matchups, the team most likely to be one and done is blank. It feels like it's the Grizzlies uh, because at least Phoenix has Phoenix has Devin Booker, who is a legit star. Uh, Chris Paul injury issues, DeAndre Ayton. I don't fully trust the fella, but I think the Devin Booker factor pushes them. Oh, uh, Chad Jackson, they get Desmond Bain, Steve Adams. It's close, but I'm going to say the Grizz slight better chance for a one and done. Yeah, I'm going to say the the Grizz as well too because you know the Grizz have have struggled without. Um, I, would say, I can't even say they've struggled because they've actually played better without Morant in the lineup. So, but they've struggled without Stephen Adams. They've str- right. since the moment since the moment Shannon Sharp strutted on the court with that beautiful, beautiful cardigan sweater. Yes. the the Memphis Grizzlies have a a very decided losing record. Pull over, Matt. Pull over. Oh, is no. it a pull over? It's a cardigan. Thanks for asking. Oh. to recite the famous line of Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I got fooled on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Big golf, Sal. Um, yeah. Well, see you later. Um, see you later. <laughs> yeah, it sucks what happened to Kevin Durant. I mean, the news coming out yesterday that he's probably going to miss a minimum two, three weeks for injuring yeah. himself in the pregame warm-up. Um, I-, I think the Suns are better equipped to to withstand 
you know, a playoff series without a guy like Durant than the Memphis is without with John Morant. I'm doing a 180. Doing a 180 because Phoenix got rid of all their bench and all their depth uh, to uh, to bring in Durant. Now they want of Durant or the bench or the bench. It's close. That's a good one, Cheese. That is a good one. I'm now switching. I'm doing a flip flop heel turn. I'm you can't I'm going. Uh, I'm going the Suns. I'm going the Suns. You can't switch, switch after I gave my answer. Damn it! Uh, one dollar. You've already done your bid on the fam <laughs> on the, on prices right. Seven. What was the last bid, Bob? Seven fifty. Seven fifty one. Double middle fingers to you. <laughs> you can't triple stamp a double stamp. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. I infinity stamped it. What are you going to do now, sucker? I'm forty seven. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> what do you got next, Chris? Twenty days until the MLB season starts. Over to the Blue Jays. Oh, you love play- your MLB countdown, don't you? You love oh, just it. wait, buddy. Just wait. <laughs> the player most likely to be a pleasant surprise for the Blue Jays this season is blank. You want us to say you're daring us to say like Kikuchi or someone like that? It's not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to go pleasant surprise. I'll go Jose Barrios. Uh, just, you know, last year was such a down season. Just the highs, the lows. I'm going to say I'm going to go with Jose Barrios. This is a talented pitcher with a, more of a track record of success and failure. So I'll go with Jose. I'm not saying this with confidence. I'm saying this strictly on hope. Mm. I hope it's Nate Pearson. Oh, that my is, God, that yes. That is the guy that is yeah. the breakout pleasant surprise for this Blue Jays team. He's had an amazing spring so far leading to this point. But this guy, you know, he was he was a player that entered this organization with so much hype, especially in his first year. He came in. He looked good out of the bullpen. He gave them quality innings. But he has just been not been able to stay healthy and has sort of fallen off. In, you know, within the, 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 the ranks within the organization. You just hope that yeah. this is a guy right now, you know, that could be an example of, you know, just a guy biding his time, grinding it out, getting through the adversity that, that most players have to go through, and finally making a name for himself because I think it would be an amazing story. Yeah, uh, 100% me, agree. For me, I would have to say Whit Merrifield. I think that addition went kind of a little bit under the radar last year. But if you look over the last three to four years, this is a guy who has been at the top of the American League in terms of hits. He has speed. He'll probably give you double-digit home runs in a smaller ballpark like Rogers Center. So I kind of like Merrifield, and, and obviously he gives you a ton of defensive versatility as well. You can move him all over the diamond. So uh, a name to watch for sure. And I don't all know right. if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna Rafalski myself here, but I don't know if you did mention the fact that. The new rules, the stolen bases, the, that the bases too, yeah. being bigger, closer together. He can be a, he can be an impact player uh, on the bases. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Another guy who is a impact player is Lamar Jackson, and the team that should go all in trying to acquire Lamar is blank. It's the Falcons. It's the Falcons. I, 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 that is the, the biggest no-brainer here. They got the salary cap. They're in the lousy division. They've got a coach with a good offensive mind to them. They already have a very good running game. It's the Atlanta Falcons. I, I yeah. I, look, I, I'm not going to disagree with that because it's it's been talked about a lot how that could potentially be the perfect fit. But why not the New York Jets? Like all this talk about the New York Jets being a team that's ready to win. Championship caliber defense, 
good running game, talent at the wide receiver position, and they want to go and get Aaron Rodgers for one year yeah. and think that he's going to be the team that pushes him over the top, if you're serious about everything you're saying about how good your team is, go out and get the quarterback that's going to give you the best chance to win. To me, it's Lamar Jackson that gives him the best chance to win. So I, I would say it's the it's the New York Jets. All right. You got the Jets. I got the Falcons. And, and, and here's the thing, Matt. Here's the thing. Who else is bidding for Aaron Rodgers' services that he's this guy that you can't miss? The, it's the no Jets one. bidding no against it's, it's the Jets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Woody Johnson and his private plane. I mean, that's it. Right. That's it. I will say and, this. And there's a reason yeah. for that. There's a reason for I know. that. I, but I would, tr- I would trust for one year, I would trust Rodgers more than Lamar just because of, uh, of health issues. Chris Horvat, great job by you. That was fill in the blank coming up on the other side. We'll do an abbreviated first up scoreboard, including what an exciting Bruins-Edmonton game. When we tell you everything that went right for Boston, and yet they ended up end up losing. It was pretty remarkable. We'll do that. That's Carlo. I'm Cause. You're listening first up right here on TSN 1050. Oh, welcome back, everyone. It's now time for the first up scoreboard. We got two minutes. We're going to do this rapid fire first. Carlo, what do we got from the ice? Wow, rapid fire. We'll start with the 10 spot we saw in the NHL last night. The Dallas Stars oh. put up 10 against the Buffalo Sabres, 10-4. to 4. Wow. They win that game. The game that I did saw Patrick Kane score his first goal and get his first assist as a Ranger beating the Montreal Canadiens 4-3 in shootout fashion. The Islanders with a comeback win. What a massive win that was for the Islanders in the playoff race. They come back down 3-1 against the Pittsburgh Penguins to win 4-3. The Devils win in shootouts against the Washington Capitals, putting their playoff hopes in even more danger. The Hurricanes with a 1-0 shutout win. I know our boy AK really loved that game because his boy, Piotr Kochekov, who he loves to mention, the goaltender, gets a shutout yeah. his fourth of the season for the Carolina Hurricanes. You mentioned it, Matthew. The game everybody was watching yesterday, the Edmonton Oilers and the Bruins. The Oilers, they get a regulation win in Boston after being down 2 nothing. They win 3-2. They did it without any points from Connor McDavid. In what was people tapped the game of the year to round up the scoreboard, the Sens get a big 5-4 victory in Seattle last night. The Kings 5-2 victors over the Colorado Avalanche. The Sharks, well, they do what the Sharks do. They lose to St. Louis and the Arizona Coyotes. What are they doing? Winning hockey games? They win 4-1 against the Nashville Predators. That rounds up. Clearly, Connor Bedard hates being in the sun. The Hornets beat the Pistons. You don't care. The Pacers beat the Rockets. Who cares? Jazz beats the Magic. Who cares? But the Grizzlies beat the Warriors. Draymond Green versus Dylan Brooks. A great battle. Grizz win. That one, 131-110. The Bucks over the Nets, 118-113. I told you that'd be close. And the Kings beat the Knicks. Bing bong, 122-117. Coming up on the other side of the show, why the Oilers had the most stunning win of the season and why the Boston Bruins are the most important team in the playoffs. We will do that in just a moment. That's Carlo. I'm Cause. This is First Up.